And, you know, we see at the end of the episode, poor Patrick gets sick. He dies. We see your pig faring no better. There seems to be this illness going around. This is something that we in today's society can maybe combat with prescription drugs, science, medication. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how do you compa- combat this in a zombie apocalypse? I don't know how much help the garden hoe is going to be in this situation, yeah, but this, you, is a, this is a serious issue. Yeah, it really is. The thing I love about the show is that we're not... Uh, Scott Gimple, I'm stealing this from Scott, he said, we're not Hamlet, we're Rosencrantz and Guildenstone. Mm-hmm. We're the guys that... We're the grunts. We don't know anything. You know, on the macro level, with, like World War Z, I love that movie for that. Right. Is that the movers and shakers, the the power elite. This is what would happen. We're not like that. We're just guys, we're the survivors, but we have no clue. It's it's ifs and buts and what ifs and perhaps, you know, that's the best we can do. And um and I love this story arc. You wait, you wait and see where it heads because um I think it puts far more pressure on the group and something terrible happens with within this story arc um that divides the group uh irrevocably. Mm. And, you know, uh, I mentioned this to Steve Young, who we had on the show last week, how when I came down to on set in the summer and talked to all of you guys uh, individually, and I asked about Scott Gimple taking over as showrunner, been a great writer on the show for a mm. few years. All of you use the same word at one point or another of character. Yeah. You said this guy is really character driven, driving the story with that. Uh, explain what that means, and with Scott taking over, maybe any sort of shifts we might see a little bit, even if they're small shifts, in like pace or tone or story i think that's a very good point i think that there's a lot of information received the the best way i can probably describe it is that every line from every character deserves to be there so uh, something may happen in episode one that will be revealed or impact episode four or we'll have an overriding arc that will be resolved at the uh, in eight um, there's a detail and there's um, a methodical nature to, to Scott, which is really smart and really neat. And every, every character has a journey. I mean, I suppose the best way to describe this season, because uh, I always like themes for a season, and I think we, we, I never want to repeat. I think repetition is death. Right. And that's why I love the fact that every, every season it feels like a new show. Yeah. By by virtue of the fact that we lose new people and, and uh, you know we lose old people and new people join us, but also by the fact that we just try and keep ahead of this amazing fan base that is so loyal and so fervent. But yeah, I would say that every character has a very neat and very satisfying story arc this season. Uh, the show the theme can be summed up as a question, which is: Can we ever come back? Can we ever return from the things we've done? the brutality of the world, you know, the, the horrors that we've seen. Can we ever love again? Can we ever be, this, the, be the people we once were for the sake of our children, in Rick's case, you know? But that, that is interwoven into everybody's story arc. And that's the satisfying thing about these scripts. There's certainly the, you know, the 12, 13 scripts that I've read so far is that it, there's, a, there's a symmetry mm. In all of this. <laughs> yeah, I just went for dinner. But I did go to... Did you do the maze? You weren't there, were you? I wasn't there. I haven't done the maze. I've, uh, I shamefully did the maze and um, with Charlie Collier, the head of AMC. <laughs> and we were both dressed in, in suits. And we screamed like girls. You know, they put... Uh, going through this terrifying universal maze. Yep. They're like, come on, you're the guy. You know how to do this thing. And I just went in there and it was terrifying. <laughs> we were throwing small children in front of us rather than get eaten by zombies. <laughs> We're talking with Andrew Lincoln, star of The Walking Dead. And um, 
Let's talk a little Reedus for a second. You want to? You want to talk oh, a little Reedus? Your boy Reedus? Any time you want to talk about Reedus, Let, Explain I'm this there. to me. So Reedus is a, you're not on any of this social media stuff, but you know that your boy Norman he just he's all over it, right? Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that I'd say about I don't know. 87% of the photos he puts up of himself are him flipping people off. How did he manage to make this his calling card, his trademark, flipping people off? And I've seen you sometimes get in the act. You'll flip off. Only Do you feel I'm... sort of inferior flipping off next to him because he's the expert? Yeah, he is the expert. He is the original flipper. Yeah. He does it, just so you know, whenever we stay at um, the Four Seasons Hotel when we're in L.A., I go to bed, and he always finds out what room I'm in. <laughs> and then he'll... He'll rack up the most astronomical bill. <laughs> right, right, sign with my name, write the number of the room I'm in, and then take a picture flipping me off and send it to me when I'm, when I'm flying somewhere else in the morning. That's become a regular, a regular thing of his. So yeah, he is the original. In, in fact, there was one moment, and I won't give anything away, but he got really upset because he was asked to do something along those lines. And he went, that's my thing. You know, <laughs> they're stealing my flip. You know, yeah, he's an amazing. He's a 